0: Hey, real quick, before we get into the show, wanted to do a shout out for our friends over at Go Wild. Go Wild is a free social community. It's built by hunters and anglers for hunters and anglers just like us. And if you're sick of being censored on other platforms, I won't mention their names. You can head on over to Go Wild. And if you go to visit downloadgowild.com, you'll get $10 for just signing up and starting it out because they sell a lot of gear and products and things like that through their platform, which... If you haven't tried it, it's actually pretty great. They have a lot of good products. And additionally, they have something called their Trail Mix, where their social media feed is geared towards various outdoor activities. One of them, right now that's topical, is turkey hunting. And they have a feature on there where you can click near me if your geolocation service is turned on. And as you scroll through the feed, you're going to see people, literally, near you, usually within your state or region, that are engaged in that activity, in this case, turkey hunting. It's pretty awesome. Um, If you end up finding gear that other people have used that you enjoy and like, you can buy it right from there. And uh, the the, the brands that you're going to find are well-known brands like Garmin and Vortex and Rocky Boots and... Uh, other camouflage companies like Treason and all these other products that you can get right from their platform. So definitely worth checking out. And we are on Go Wild. You can actually find myself on there, Eric Clark, uh, Greg Tubbs, and OKS okay Thunder. So be sure to follow us and our page. And if you like the podcast, listen to it. You can actually add that as an activity and as you engage in different activities and posting photos of trophies and inviting friends you can build up points and those points can be cashed in for monetary discounts towards some of the gear i just mentioned so go check it out today
1: this is the okest hunter podcast never pass on shooter bucks if that's just me in the freezer it's your tag you hunt how you want this is OK hunter okest hunter
0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to the OKS Hunter. Coming next from the OKS Hunter podcast. And instead of being Tuesday night, it is Wednesday night. And if you're a little confused about that, that means you don't listen enough because we've been talking about it for the last two weeks. That this week will be Wednesday. Uh, just got back into town last night from our family vacation. We had a, a cruise to the Bahamas with the kids, and it was crazy, as you might think, with three kids, but uh, kind of fun to check out of everything for a little bit. And now we're back at it on a Wednesday night, so we might have a different audience tuning in live. I'm not sure. This is not our regular scheduled programming, so we might see some new faces, and the other ones might just be really confused. We'll see what happens. Uh, and I'm sitting here <laughs> with Matthew Strime or Matt Strime with Weather Oaks Game Calls, Although I had to just say that right away before I do my ad stuff, because on the camera you kind of look a little bit like Greg, <laughs> and I don't know if that's good or bad <laughs> or not. But we'll get into that in a second. I do want to shout out to Spartan Forge. Um, they are our premier sponsor. They, uh, you know, built their studio for us. Basically, um, they were one of the first to really jump on board with us, uh, head first, full feet into the full pool of okiousness. And we use their app heavily. Greg, Derek, and I. Um, Are on Spartan Forge. The the maps are crystal clear. You can now look at historical map data from like different years prior if the data is there and exists. Um trying to think, they just added the UAV feature like a week or so ago. The journal feature is really good. I'm not a big journaler, I'm also not that great of a hunter. Um, but the deer predictability piece of that app is something that is worth talking about as an OKS hunter because for me, planning PTO and knowing when to get in the woods and limited time with three kids, it's good to know when I, the odds are in my favor. Um, and their app is the the best one out there for that, uh, based on the millions and millions of data points that they've collected to inform their data model and neural networks and all that stuff. So if you want to save 25% off on Spartan Forge, head on over to spartanforge.ai and use code OHP. Of course, we are drinking drop-time spirits in the studio tonight, so cheers to those guys. It's pretty tasty stuff, I think. Uh, it'll get you drunk if you drink enough of it. It's like 90 proof. So, 92 proof. One glass is probably good. It is smooth for 92 proof. Nice and warm on the way down. So, with that, uh, what else is going on around here? Foam Fest is on the horizon. Uh, If you don't know what that is, you've even heard us talk about that. That's our archery shoot that we're putting on. It's our first one ever, so give us some grace if we F that up and crap the bed. Uh, It's going to be at Hubbleton Brewery, which is a brewery in well, you guessed at Hubbleton, Wisconsin, which is like Waterloo, I believe. And uh, that'll be August 27th. It's a Saturday, nine to nine, something like that. The stuff is on our website. You can go to OKCenter.com and under the main tab, there's an events page you can go register for. It's 20 bucks. We're not going to make you break the bank to join us, but we do want to pay for the beer that we're going to provide and the food and stuff as well as our targets that we're getting from our, our good friend at uh, Deer Vane. So with that all said, those are most of the housekeeping announcement-y things I wanted to say. Matt, welcome to the studio, dude. What's going on? Just uh, happy that you showed up here. It was a bit of a hike for you. A little bit, but...
2: It wasn't terrible, but
0: yeah.
2: Longer than going to the grocery store.
0: Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I uh, miss my commute. I just twi- I just switched jobs not that long ago, as we were talking about, and my commute went from like 30, 35 minutes to like eight minutes. Cool. So that might sound great, but that was like... In a loud house, those thirty minutes were quiet. Were nice. Sure. I would listen to podcasts and books. And now it's like I have time for like a single phone call, and even that's cut short. I'm like,
2: I gotta go. I'm at work. I just gotta drive around a little bit.
0: <laughs> I probably could do that. My wife would be like, What are you doing?
2: Oh, I'm just looking for
0: deer, which I do. I take these these different different winding ways to work because I can, and it's it's fun to look at the there's always turkeys and deer to see on the way in here and in where and in wherever I am, Lake Country. So tell me a little bit about weathered oaks uh game calls you have a box of goodies over there how did this start what is it what's your background like what's
2: going on with all the stuff my background i'm just a hunter mechanic by trade and got started because i didn't want to pay a hundred dollars for a pot call Mm -hmm. and it looked like something i could make myself and made up a couple of them that turned out absolutely god awful and we modified as we were going through everything and got it you know kind of nailed down after the third or fourth call and other people took advantage or not took advantage, but took notice that we were making yep. them, and I sold the first twenty-five before they were even built. They're like, "Oh wow, one, I want one! I want one!" And that's kind of how it started. You got a lot of connections then
0: in the hunting community. People know I, you.
2: I know a lot of people that hunt.
0: So. <laughs> that's good. Uh, so when you say like, "They're they're the ones you're looking at," were hundred? Are they really a hundred dollars? I guess I wouldn't know because the only one I have is from you. <laughs> so like. <laughs> Tell me about the price points. And
2: so, in the store, a pot call is like a 100 dollars. It it really ranges. You get the plastic pot calls at Menards or or not Menards at Fleet Farm or Walmart. Mm-hmm. You know, you can get them for fifteen bucks. Um, they range all the way up to like the Woodhaven calls, which are hundred. You know, anywhere between eighty and one hundred and twenty bucks. Uh, kind of go up from there. So, the,
0: with the quality up, goes the price. Yep, with the hand, sure.
2: the handcraft instead of the mass-produced plastic ones, and you know.
0: Yep. So and. And yours, I mean, as far as I know, sound really good to me. Um, I mean, Greg knows more. He's not here tonight. He's got a thing. It's Wednesday. We switch it up. Derek's uh, family isn't feeling good, so he's got to deal with that. You know, those guys will probably ask more pointed questions. So I'm going to ask a lot of, like, dumb questions. (laughs) But I think I posted... I was doing a lot of live TikToks with it for a little bit. And, like, I was having... I posted the live title, which I forgot to do over here. I'll do that. Um, I posted the live title, like teach me how to turkey call or something like that and you'd be surprised how many people were like oh try larger circles mm-hmm. no bring it down uh and then they tell me like to put the pressure to do a straight line for the dot, 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 yep. dot, dot, dot. and so i was like not getting it not getting it not can finally like well, try to turn it this angle a little bit and they meaning like there must have been like 50 people just telling me how to use a pot call That's on tiktok
2: great part of technology right there you know?
0: and you, you figure in like oh i could go to youtube and Get a tutorial and that's that's probably a great way too but the whole TikTok thing was nuts because people were literally real-time experienced turkey hunters Crate-ing telling me hun- yes oh. and it was positive they were like you fucking suck you know <laughs> i mean maybe in their heads they were <laughs> but i was like waiting for the next comment to come through and i'll oh, try this and then one guy went live with me and was telling me you know this and the other thing about it and and then i put in a mouth call and i gagged so that was awkward <laughs> um so i think for from that perspective alone i really and I salivate a lot, like I, I can't, I'm not a, a big cigar smoker. Sure. I'm just not. But the few times I've had cigars, I drool and slobber all over them, and I have to spit <laughs> like a camel every two <laughs> seconds. So getting those diaphragm calls in my mouth is not a...
2: They're tricky. They take a lot more practice than something like that, because there's yeah. a lot more involved. It's not just circles and straight lines. It's mm-hmm. cupping your mouth, and you'll write them on air. Yeah, a lot and, of
0: stuff. But yeah. even though some people are telling me, like, try to say, what did they say? Uh, it wasn't like to try to get the Yelp. They're saying, like... They're saying, say a certain word with your mouth yep. as you're doing it.
2: And that works sometimes, but I say like, yep, 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 yep. And mm-hmm. then other people will say, Welp, whelp, whelp, well, or, you know, mm-hmm. however it goes. It's however your mouth works, mm-hmm. I guess. So
0: It's kind of cool. I, I got that tip and I was like, holy shit, just changed the whole thing. And now I can't think of the damn word. <laughs> so I go figure. God, I'm an idiot. Uh, who's in here? Bullets for bucks. Hello, Doug. How you doing? Don't insult the man right in front of the bat. <laughs> right off the bat you know i yeah I, i'm not sure that uh saying you look at greg is an insult i don't i know
2: he's a nice gentleman he's a, he's, a, <laughs> hey, he's a nice guy
0: um so how do you make the calls then like you're putting on like a, a is it a lathe or yep.
2: so i actually have a business partner in it he uh he does most of the wood lathing part of it i do all the call finishing and hand tuning and stuff like that um but yeah he, we just put them chalk them up on a lathe we got took us a long time to figure out the profile the install height and for the soundboard and it's a whole physics physicsy you know airflow air movement what surface so you're
0: gluing the top part on and it yep. sits on like some sort of inner shelf i imagine
2: yep so there's a bear brought a bear so you could see so that's where the soundboard would go okay and in this top groove you would have a piece of glass slate yep whatever have you that would go on top so these are all very specific dimensions that we've messed around with for quite some time to mm-hmm. get the right airflow and size of the soundboard and stuff like that and
0: what kind of wood are you using and where are you getting the wood from? Like, I don't want you to tell people how to make these things start, you know, nut to butt, but I'm just. No, let people make them. I mean, that's yeah. how I started. So, yeah. we, you know,
2: um, this is actually pretty cool. This is old sage orange. Um, that's the natural color of the wood. It looks really good. So you're just putting a a, a steeler sealant down there? Yep. Like an acrylic or something? Uh, beeswax or, you know, okay. something, you know, simple like that. Not anything hard to like seal it, seal it, but okay. Um, protect it more from UV because it's out in the sun. But yeah, we, we get most of our wood, uh, we cut it and just let it dry. So we don't. We buy some wood that like the exotic kind of stuff wood sure. we buy, but we got sage. we got Walnut sitting drying right now. And, and the different woods, does that
0: affect, or, not the sound, it's like the
2: same. It affects everything because red oak is a lot more porous than white oak, which okay. you two different sound profiles and I go on for ages on different profiles. So it's a lot of putzing around, figuring out good combinations at work. hmm that's why i gave greg a couple to try those are new prototypey calls so yeah it's um quite finicky there's probably a science to it take some porous number of this wood and you can put it in a calculator but we do it all by sound of our ear and trial and error is it good or it's not
0: exactly and how many are you making like in season so to speak like or when's the time where you're making the most of them what does that look like
2: we we usually start november start building we go november to january february try to get everything done Parts and you know, get so slate and
0: getting your inventory built up in that yeah. off season time. The,
2: the first season, I started building them in March mm-hmm. and I didn't hardly turkey hunt because I was fulfilling orders and building calls all through turkey season. Mm-hmm. So I want to have everything done for us. We try to get it done by Christmas. Wow.
0: Tried how to. many? How many are you selling per season? Roughly,
2: roughly, we're in that 50 to 100. We're still you know, local, small, mm-hmm. um but we've got a lot of big reach now. We get some bigger customers reaching out to us now which is kind of cool and that's mostly all word of mouth yeah i don't i'm not the best on social media as you know i, I post stuff and but yeah everything's word of mouth and that's how we've grown in the past few years so yeah,
0: freedom brawl was just here last week and he's using your stuff you might, yep. does he have a decal on his truck with your stuff on it should have two i gave him two yeah i think he does <laughs> i have some stickers for you on your way out too by the way in the decal if you don't already have any of that stuff i don't know if you do
2: i don't know if i do or not either i don't think so okay i
0: had some extras so i was like oh i'll give these to matt when he gets here (laughs) so don't let me forget um well that's great so uh i don't know and you have more calls that you're getting into by the looks of it so what else are you can you talk about that
2: yeah like i started to kind of hint i have a private group on facebook that i've showed pictures of and stuff and Mm -hmm. we're we're working out the style and everything i don't know where the camera's looking at but yeah we're starting to do grunt tubes uh this will be black this was just what sure. I could get in stock. Yeah. Where um, do you source that from? Like, how do you find a lot of Google searches? That's crazy. Cause that's, oh,
0: yeah. and so one of the questions actually that, um, Huntworks just asked, and I'll put it on the screen here for everyone to see, and I'll take a second over here, but he said, how are you keeping up with all the, the market, uh, with so many call companies nowadays? And I think we talked about it a little bit. You, you mentioned like, well, we're not as expensive. People want to shop local. They might not want to go into Walmart to support that business. Sure. You're finding a niche audience in that yep. community there. I
2: mean, we're, we're not exactly cheap, but you also get handcrafted, you know, one of a kinds. Basically, we do small limited runs of same wood, same stuff like that, but everything's hand turned. Um, COVID kind of helped with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody kind of got locked down. We had two weeks on, two weeks off of work schedule. So I was building calls and hand delivering them to everybody and kind of helped us out i had two weeks that i got to work on calls uninterrupted and then had to go back to work the real job for two weeks so sure um we just we keep it local you know great you know if you guys have an issue with a call break slate drop a rock on it something's not working right just give me a call i got no problem replacing the slate you know we stand behind our work not saying that other companies don't but
0: yeah at that point when you're small it's kind of like you know you, you kind of have to Yeah, because you get one bad review or something like that and suddenly it just cripples the whole thing Yep. you know and and you take a lot of pride in it too you really want that high touch with those customers because it matters to you you care yep and And you're not so big that you can't handle it yet
2: exactly and every call um gets hand struck by me because so if it doesn't sound good i got a wall of shame on my back wall in the basement of all the calls (laughs) that sound like crap and they're stacked up there and kind of keeps me honest you know not every call is a home run you think it's going to work out good and you strike it and it sounds like a dead horse it really d-
0: it does sound like that oh, do you yeah. have any here that sound like shit
2: no i'm not gonna bring those <laughs>
0: <laughs> just i wonder the sound how different it would be you know
2: most of the time it's really echoey uh, okay. you get the install heights wrong you get some wood that's copped or something glued in set right but no every call that leaves, i would use in the wood myself in the woods myself so. okay that's
0: nice yeah i mean that's kind of how we are We're like i want to wear my hats any chance I can, <laughs> like, why am I going but I do wear other hats, you know, I got a wild hat over there and stuff. The thunder chicken hat, of course, that they send over. Um, and so how long have you been turkey hunting?
2: Not as long as I've been deer hunting. Um, okay. Usually had spring sports and stuff like that, but I got into turkey hunting late onset, maybe, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago. Oh, so a little while. A little while. What what hooked you into it, buddy? You got to try this, or you heard enough about it, or what? Uh... Uh, my old neighbor at my parents' house. Hey, what are you doing this weekend? I got a turkey tag up north. You want to come? Okay. Sure. let's go check it out and... rock on. Yeah, weather's a lot nicer. So, and uh, the
0: best tip I saw the four minutes I got to watch the hunting public today. For my wife, told me I couldn't watch hunting shows while I was home, uh, which was sad for half a second. Was um, the Promethean. I say it wrong every time. So someone's going to have to correct me. The Promethea, Promethea, I don't know. Basically, it's a nerve agent bug spray that you put on your clothes, not on your skin. And you put it on ahead of time, like, you know, oh, you let it, day let it dry sleeping, and they, they recommend your socks, your underlayers, your your outer layers. Um, and they're like virtually no ticks, you know, by having that on. Because when the ticks land on it, they I don't know if it kills them or if they just it's no deters dice, it turns them. But it's a different methodology. In addition, probably putting in some bug spray, too. My big thing would be like this time of year ticks. And I know when we did morel mushroom hunting last year, we brought our dog because we didn't have two yet. And our two kids, we did not have three yet. So it was our two kids, my wife and one of our, do- our dog. And uh, I think our dog had like 30 ticks on him. And amongst <laughs> us, we probably had another 30 or something. It was like 60 some sure. odd ticks. And at that point, they're in the car. They're in your house, they're everywhere. they're everywhere and paranoia. And we, we did, it was like the next whole week. It was like, like Oh, my daughter's like, Oh, I have a tick on my neck. And we're like, oh my God, it's <laughs> freaking us out, you know? Sure. And Zach uh, Ferenbaugh was talking about how he got Lyme disease from, you know, ticks. So this particular time of year, it honestly freaks me out a little bit. So the Promethea, Promethean, whatever the hell it's called, um, I think it would be a great thing to to consider. So next week is, my, I got the leftover tags here from Wisconsin. I think I'm period F. Correct. Zone two, I think. Same as me. Um I still, at this point, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I'm wearing. I'm probably just going to grab some of my white tail camo. Uh I got to douse it down with Perithian. I think Greg's going to let me use his shotgun. My dad has one at his house that I could use, but it's It's not like it's antiquated that bad where I can't use it. It's just it's a very large gun. (laughs) Uh, And I'd have to go get it from him. And I haven't shot in years or whatever. So, you know, I'm probably just use whatever Greg has. He's closer by. Um, And I don't know where I'm going (laughs) to (laughs) go. I think Greg actually might have a spot for me or Derek. And then I think one of them or both of them might want to like film or help with stuff or calling. And I think maybe you would offered to call or something, too. So at this point, I don't really know if it'll go like before work take a day. I just had a whole week off of work. So like I gotta, <laughs> gotta be careful. Yeah. Hey boss, I'm not going to go today uh, again. Um, so I'll probably try to work around my schedules best I can, but it'll be my first time. I've never done it and it's leading into the, the holiday weekend. So, yep. you know, I don't want to chomp into that too much with the kids and the fam because I like that time. So I don't know what I'm getting into, man. I got all those calls on the, on the table down there that we were talking about. I, I think the owl call, gets me excited because you can do that. And then they gobble somewhere. Yep. Well, the shot gobble, yep, right? The locator, yeah, locator, and then okay, you confirm a, they're somewhere, and then at that point, you got to what set up and figure out where the heck you're gonna go, or
2: like a lot of stuff goes into it, yeah, but like, yeah.
0: yep. Talk me through a little bit because I don't want to do that shot gobble locator. Well, I'm in my spot, do I? <laughs> you know,
2: uh, no, usually shot gobbles you use earlier in the morning, try to figure out where they roosted, or you could middle of the day walk it through, try to you know, catch one off guard where they, they actually shot gobble at you, um. It's, it's called a locator for a reason. You're literally, once you hear it, you located it. Either pull up Spartan Forge app uh, or anything like that. Figure out where you're hunting mm-hmm. and kind of get a game plan. They're not going to come into a locator call.
0: Right. But, yeah. They're like, hey, there's a like, is an owl a predatory bird to a turkey yep. then? Yep. Do owls go after turkeys? Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. I thought that might be the case, but I just I was like, wow, that's a big
2: bird for an owl to try to take down. Yeah, they take them right off the roost. And turkeys aren't like totally defenseless. No, but when they're up in a tree, when yeah. it's dark out, all always can see it. that you neon, know, but
0: Oh my god, I'd love to get that on camera and see what it looks like. Yeah, that'd
2: be crazy. That'd
0: be. I, if anyone has footage of that or <laughs> like if there's some nature show I can go check out, like please. S- send it in. That's one I've I've watched a lot of <laughs> nature shows, I've never seen that. Um Okay, so you locate them, try to make your moves, so you're looking at uh, I would be looking at Spartan Forge. Yep. Uh, and that gives me an idea of like, oh, do I got to walk up a hill, down a hill? But the cool thing about turkeys, from what I understand, is I don't have to care about, like, wind and scent. Nope. Nope. But n- And noise, me. I would imagine there, you got to be a little sensitive to that. So, so, like, would a squirrel call help me navigate the woods a little bit, like it would with a deer? Yes.
2: Or? I mean, you could do a little bit of cutting while you're putting, when you're walking through the woods. Um, mouth call, or even just with a pot call or something. Just a little bit of noise, because turkeys are loud. You probably heard them deer hunting. Oh yeah, They're scratching and stuff. And you think a herd of deer are coming in? It's two turkeys.
0: It happened to me last season. They were right behind me. I was like, every time I knew it was them, and I kept reevaluating my brain. Like, oh, no, it's a damn turkey <laughs> still. Yeah.
2: yeah. So yeah, I mean, we we've done that too. You you don't want to you want to be quiet, but if you also are trying to mimic, or oh, kind of going more advanced right now. But, That's okay. Um, like you have one guy set up, one guy walking away calling. You're gonna want to make a little noise so the birds think it's walking away and it'll walk through kind of like El hunting.
0: so okay which I haven't done have you have you done El hunting? yep oh god you're awesome unsuccessful
2: <laughs> 90 during the day and 30 at night and we couldn't get high enough to get on them so
0: okay so I have a crow call too what's the point of the crow call
2: same locator call
0: but they're not scared of crows like I it's think just... it's just the loud noise I'm not a scientist when it comes to that yeah yeah I'm just wondering how this all like plays together I had, I had a guy on the show like when I first started doing the podcast sometime earlier on, like 2011, 12, somewhere there, and um, I'll never forget it because he talked about using a crow call to call in crows to give him sound cover for deer hunting, and I was like, what the f- that's like some
2: sorcery, dude. That's, that's like some fancy stuff. Right?
0: <laughs> like, it just would never have occurred to me that, and so I was on a hike with my kids and my wife, like, uh, two or three weeks ago, and uh, I brought the crow call with me, of course, because I'm like, having so much fun. <laughs> And I no doubt I called in like a, I don't know, a half dozen crows or more. And it was kind of cool. I was like, well, look at this. And I got these crows (laughs) flying around me. Like my wife's like, this is weird. What's wrong with you? She's like, what do you think they're saying? I don't know what they're saying. I have no idea. But I thought it was kind of cool, like that it it worked. And I could see how that could give me some sound cover. Yeah. Because they're not quiet.
2: No. I mean, so I mean you could walk quietly, too. Mm -hmm. Um, I know. I mean, like the big thing when when I scout a property, most of the time I do scouting. I know the public land I'm going to hunt. I don't. I stray away from some of my go-to spots, but some of the stuff I do, um, I'm more scouting locations and sit. So if I hear a gobbler here, I know I have an area to sit here. If I know they're roosted over there, I got an area to sit over here. I know if they're traveling this midday, I have another spot kind of set up over there. Yeah, okay. That's my strategy. It's pretty easy to figure out where gobblers are going to roost. Find a big oak tree or some pine trees, a big tree that vertical limbs I come across, horizontal limbs I come across. They're going to roost there yep. if they're there. If they're not there, you know, that's where the locator call comes in. You pull in the parking lot of public land, get the all to the crow call and get one fire off. Yep. They're here today. So yep. then you kind of, if you didn't scout the property beforehand, you're not really sure where you're going to set up.
0: Right. And so, that's, you know, depending on where I end up or who goes with me, I, I fear that that's the issue that I'm going to have is that I won't have a clue how to approach this. Um, although I do have familiarity with some properties, but it's all deer hunting. Sure. Base, but, so i, I just mean, never put it through this other lens
2: sure but i mean that does help though you know the layout you know the terrain yeah a little bit where you're hunting and the nice thing about turkey hunting deer hunting if you don't have any deer on a property you go home try it a day or two turkey hunt you don't have any turkey on the property by eight o'clock in the morning back up go to another property glass them from the road you know sneak up on them like that you could property hop can't do that with deer really but no
0: yeah totally that's interesting so it could be a little bit more eventful that way Yeah, burn
2: yeah. a lot more gas that's for sure
0: yeah. yeah i think derek said he was driving past a farm uh, consistently over the last you know week or something for work on his way in and out and he said he'd been seeing turkeys there uh, enough times where he stopped and knocked on the door and they gave him permission and he's oh, like all right so. i got permission for this hunt. doing tomorrow <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and that's like wow and, and i think from that perspective too people are from what i've heard especially from like um lee ellis with uh, seek one they talked about you know people are much more willing to give you access to yep. their property to turkey hunt it than they are to deer hunt it yep it's just a little and if you get that going then maybe you can build some rapport to do deer hunting sure. which is kind of neat it's interesting
2: yep i think i wrote about that in the beginner's guide yeah there. and you, yep. yeah
0: you put that article together that's right yep. i think uh that was a good one people do
2: you- people don't seem to care as much about turkey deer hunting is sacred in the state of wisconsin and yep. other places too and Turkeys, huh?
0: no, go, go kill her, whatever. I don't care. It's like as oh, a Thanksgiving, it <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, and I don't know. I'm just uh, the Promethean is the big one for me. I, I'm as I'm talking about this, as I'm like thinking about what I'm gonna do because it's a week from today. Sure. So okay, what am I gonna do? All this and that. Um, I lent Greg my GoPro, and he got the the bird that he got, and he got it on camera with yep, yeah, like that, which that. I thought
2: was pretty cool. That it worked out that way,
0: although. You know, he shot the gun, the recoil, you couldn't see.
2: Did the GoPro go flying? That's kind of what it looked like. No, it like. had, um, maybe, I don't think it did. Or at least put his gun down? I
0: think he right put it his way? gun down okay. because he, I gave him a, like a, a barrel mount for the GoPro. Sure. So well, literally yeah. mounted the barrel and like, uh, I, I, he seemed, he's like, I'm going to buy one of these. So I think it, I think he liked the experience, <laughs> which is cool. I, uh I, I now have a mount for my bow, which I didn't have when I shot the, I shot a doe last early season. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I just, you know, Velcroed the GoPro onto my, um, stabilizer and it just happened to me that when I let, let loose, like it didn't catch the precise moment of impact that I needed to see. And I was like, damn it. That was like the one thing I needed to see and I didn't get it. So I'm excited to have that on the, on the bow and, and the, and the gun as well. But I imagine with the recoil, you're not going to, it's going to kick. Yeah. And then uh, again, you could,
2: you, it's kind of like Greg's video. Yes.
0: You probably want to have another one set up to just capture the whole moment.
2: But they got to be careful. You're pulling 40 calls and six cameras and all yeah. stuff on the Yeah. Decoys and everything. Well, I saw it in the so
0: Hunting cool. Public. They literally like set up a tripod and they had like, uh, you know, some camouflage cloth or whatever it is yep. just Great covering the travel. tripod. And the camera's like, oh my God, these guys are just so good at what they they've, do.
2: They've been doing it a couple of years. They so. made it look so
0: easy. <laughs> they just set up, pop, doom, they, they set the cloth over it. So oak tree dreams how's it going assuming that's drew over there um did you guys i think you guys have been doing lots of turkey hunting up there in uh, the moss area in in wisconsin so what are what other advice is there for beginners that, that i'm not asking
2: enjoy the hunt be patient i yeah. mean you're gonna hear stuff i mean you bow hunt obviously but you're getting out there four o'clock in the morning just it's a whole different vibe it's not cold it's usually warm mm-hmm. you got fawns running around you know it's just Everything's greening up instead of everything dying. Mm. Enjoy the hot man. That's that's hundred more tips I could give you. It's just you got to take it in, enjoy everything. You know.
0: Yep, that's good. That that, that is good advice.
2: I am excited to not
0: you know, deer hunting. You know, I'm the first to say don't be so don't take yourself so serious. And mm-hmm. like, what's the the Joker from the the Dark Knight? Why so serious? <laughs> you know, I think. Deer hunting is more. It feels more serious than what turkey hunting is going to be. I'm excited to let loose and experience a hunt from a different angle. Yep. Where you don't have to be so conscious of scent and all this other stuff.
2: It's it's less pressure. And again, if you bump birds out, there's going to be more birds either on that property. You get up and move. Mm -hmm. It's the beauty of it. Mm -hmm. And it's it's you don't have to worry about nocturnal birds, you know, because they roost every night. They only come down during the day. It's just so they're going to be out if they're out. Yeah. Yep. Yep. They're not going to stay in a tree all day. So
0: we just wanted to pick our dogs up from the, the boarding place so that there's some dousemen so i'm going down 67 all the way south and turkeys 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 in the field fans out i'm like they're obviously out doing stuff <laughs> so i think greg got his in a field on a field edge Yep. The turkeys came out in the field he shot it you know from the edge of the field looking out in the field and um but i see guys like the hunting public they're in the hardwoods mm-hmm. doing this stuff too and they called on 11 jakes apparently I'm shooting the first freaking bird that comes out. Like, I don't think I'm going to have enough patience. Am first. like when I'm told it's my first time ever. So I'm happy to shoot at Jake. First, I think first it's going to be awesome. Bird. Yep. You know? So, yeah. And at this point, I think people have been at it for a little bit now. Right. Like it opened in, up in April.
2: Yep. So oh, second to last week of April, I think it was.
0: the leftover stuff. How long does the season go to here in Wisconsin?
2: Six periods, A through F. So plus the youth.
0: Okay. So we're literally the last.
2: Yep. I and, had, I had first period, but I okay. got the whole house, got the flu, except my daughter. So <sighs> terrible yeah that was rough so i missed my almost my whole period and then yeah went out calling a couple other times and had some great experiences before i got sick uh the first day had a tom in at three or four steps okay come through the group of hens but i was um my brother-in-law was hunting with a bow so i was calling for him Mm -hmm. and with a bull is a heck of a lot harder
0: you gotta draw back there's a lot of motion for a turkey to see yep,
2: exactly so we had they literally came through me to you away we didn't move they never saw us they got out and then the tom was there full strut and there was a hen behind so we never had a shot as i walked away so
0: darn yeah so yeah it's not always a guarantee like no. you're hunting
2: it, it would have been if i had the gun but <laughs> yeah yeah i suppose well, that's
0: the thing about the hunting public when i saw they had the gun right like you're just sitting there with it on your knee when yep. they come in and
2: minimal movement try to have it you know, left shoulder faced if you if you're a righty, mm-hmm. left shoulder faced where you think they're going to come from. Okay, it never works 100 percent to plan, but you don't want to be swinging. It's a lot of movement, even if it's just, sure just yeah. that little movement, so. they'll catch it.
0: And camouflage. What are you doing for camouflage? With these things. I hear. It, that's why I was asking. Like, oh, I don't want to wear. Her. So, like, it's not like I'm, it's a fashion show, but I hear turkey you know, camouflage They, they can see be better.
2: better. Yep. But I mean, again, you can hunt deer with checkered plaid red and black so i mean movement is the biggest thing mm-hmm. you just want to have something that matches what you're hunting in if you're hunting hardwoods this time of year darker with a little bit of green in it we hunt a lot of um sage grass you know and uh, buckthorn stuff so i usually just wear tan pants or uh, like tanner brown pants and just a lighter camouflage top all kind of depends on what kind of you don't want to wear bright green camo and then go sit in some sagebrush. you're gonna stick out like a sore thumb
0: okay yeah, they, they pick you off with that. Mm-hmm. Similar stuff like, I know, getting some sort of like ground blind setup, like some makeshift one would probably be a good way to go if you have the yep. opportunity to do that.
2: A little bit of front cover, you know. Yeah. And again, you can kind of plan where they're going to come from, but when those birds came in on us, they came from right behind us, so. Yeah.
0: But that's kind of cool because you're not worrying about like, oh no, it's my son blowing towards oh, yeah.
2: that It's beautiful. Yeah, we they
0: had It uh, doesn't even register, huh?
2: Nope. I think my brother-in-law smoked a cigar because their opening morning tradition of turkey didn't season. Didn't even give a shit. Nope, they didn't care.
0: That's cool. All going back to not smoking cigars. You may be giving me a fun task to do, <laughs> but I'll be spitting a bunch. Drooling like a freaking camel out there. Uh, Oak tree dreams. When they stop gobbling after gobbling, their head of stay. Oh, 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 sorry. When they stop gobbling after gobbling, their head off. I'm having a hard time interpreting the sentence. guys. <laughs> stay put. Do not move because they will be there shortly. Okay. Yeah, there's been a lot of different uh, tips and tricks and things like that I've seen and heard even in your article about, like, you know, uh, you want to make them want you. So, like, don't keep gobbling, like, try to draw them in or things of that nature. And it reminds me a lot of, like, you know, texting when you start dating. Like, well, you don't want to, like, overwhelm with text. You want to, like, wait for her to respond or, you know, whatever. Like, you got to create this scenario. Don't want to be too
2: pushy or anything like that. Yeah, And you're going against nature, too. You're trying to call a Tom to a hen call. Mm Mm-hmm usually tom strut and the hens come to the tom so you're you're trying to defy nature
0: you're trying to bring a tom into a hen
2: yep when that tom is used to having the hens it's not
0: like a running buck where it's going to come in a doe estrus as much like it's it's different interesting i didn't consider that i didn't know that that's how i mean i knew that they're presenting but i would imagine they have some hormones going where they're trying to seek it out a little bit
2: sure i mean they're going to follow a hen around but Mm -hmm. if you see a lone tom strutting he's trying to draw attention or there's a group of hens he's trying to yeah, he's yeah. like, you can come to me, lady. It's almost like most birds, cardinals, yeah, That's red, True, you know, the females are darker colored because they're trying yep. to
0: peacocks. They're mm-hmm. trying to put on a show, or they're like eluding, like getting predators to go away or something, yep. whatever it is from the nest. The females tend to be the the blend. Really enjoy the orioles coming into the feeders. Speaking of bright birds, <laughs> it's <all> a different <laughs> thing. I'm ha- I got home today and I was like, oh, there's a there's an oriole. Look at that. If anyone wants to call, and I'll put the number on the screen here. If, if you're live on TikTok, I'll. I'll um, share it out loud here, but it's 262-757-4122 If you want to call in, share any turkey hunting stories from the season so far, um, any success, any you know okayest moments, or any <laughs> tips and tricks for me as a newbie trying to get into it. Or if you have questions for Matt on the calls that he has, do you want to do you want to bust one out and do a little little bit of calling? Like
2: putting me on the spot.
0: <laughs> um, you'll well, you'll do it better than I would. Uh, and I have yours over there. I can grab it if you'd like. I have one ready.
2: No, I got. i pull pulling out here. But I'm thinking
0: I'd like to hear the different use cases or applications of like the putt versus the the Yelp or I have that I I wonder if I can reach it. Let me see. I'm just gonna walk past the camera here. Oh, there's a gobbler. (laughs) Grab mine here too. I can just. uh, Sorry for the awkward noises. If you're in podcast land, it is what it is. (laughs) So. So I I will. uh,
2: I will. You know, all things aside, there are better callers than me. And you are kind of putting me on the spot, but yeah. We're that's off.
0: okay. We I do See, now you can really feel like Greg now because I do put Greg on the spot all the
2: time. He's having me stuck <laughs> So here I look like me. him and you're treating me like him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe it's just like subconsciously. <laughs> so this is, uh, this is actually one of our prototype calls we've been testing for this year. Uh, it's a two-sided, so you can strike on two sides. Oh, that's pretty cool. So this one doesn't that's awesome. Nope. Yeah, we, we made six different varieties of okay. it. Um, I can say it now because they are all gone out in Hunter's hands. But basically, a little tip you might have got from TikTok or whatever, 90, you guys want to go about 100. You want to go a little bit past, perfect, mm-hmm. right angle, and I'll probably screw this up, but yeah, you know, just a little past. And
0: So that's a really small thing. So I was doing like, a, and I'm not going to do it right here, but like.
2: Yep. Just keep, keep stationary. So it's literally like chopsticks. I don't know how to use chopsticks, oh, gotcha, but yeah, I don't it kind of looks like that. Just little movements. Yeah, I was want to pull towards you. So okay. Pull towards you. I'm going to have to do some more sanding here. Yep, glass, you got to condition a little bit more. Um, yep, and then the Yelps are gotta, J's or Jays or... I'll some sandpaper on this or scotch bed or something. There. Just yeah. a little rub back and forth there. Yep, just uh, yep. keep her vertical. And literally every call is going to have a different sweet spot where they call it like a break, where it goes from that high to the low... And it's basically using your call and trying to figure out where that sweet spot is. Well, that's a lot better than I said.
0: I must have gummed this thing up pretty bad. Yep. So, those are so someone on TikTok said like bigger circles versus smaller circles.
2: Different, like a you know, just a a a different cadence. Or, yep,
0: show me some more. You're the expert here.
2: Not an expert. Well, you know, in (laughs) contrast. So, yeah, we got basically just the. Cluck, then you got the Yelp, which is. And you can go as big to get a deeper tone. The farther to the center okay. you're going to go, the, the deeper. Okay. You want to stay in the top half. Um, if you want to do a purr, this call isn't the best for purring, but you hold the stick up a little higher. So okay. you got a little more like vibrance down here. And it's... Oh, interesting. You just drag it real slow. Okay. Um...
0: And your call cadence i've heard that you're trying to match the birds that maybe you're hearing yep to pick I, up their call sequencing and language or you know whatever you want to call it um, lexicon and I imagine with that it's you're not just gonna start purring out of nowhere you maybe start something more like a yelp or and then introduce yeah. other things as you hear it
2: yep um it, it depends on the situation you always want to start quiet too okay because if they're like right there they're gonna like, hey what the hell yeah like someone's screaming in my ear i'm not going by that um but <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, susie <laughs> <laughs> but no i mean we you always start quiet go louder uh and then the cadence everybody says that three to five there, there could be again no expert i'm not teaching classes on this i do from my experiences mm-hmm. and what we noticed i had a hen yelp back at me 14 15 times in a row that it didn't meet the criteria of how you're supposed to call and I would like I love when hens yell back at me. So I like pissing the hens off. Because you piss the hens off, you got a real decoy in front of you, which is the hen, and you got you, and that's more noise, more natural noise, because they hear that one. Mm-hmm. And I did read somewhere that the flock, they kind of know each other's voices. Yeah, I would imagine so. Yep. They spend so all they the hear, time together. Yep. When they hear the outsider, the boss hen or you know, whoever's they could come in to investigate. And when you bring a hen in that's the best thing you can do because most time, tom's are going to follow also but yeah yeah they have the visual confirmation yep yeah They're like oh there's plastic things there but that one's moving that's that's a real hen so yep
0: yep interesting well i've seen enough video footage of you know like, tom's trying to get on you know decoys or uh even, even lawn ornaments <laughs> for that matter but uh we do have a caller here we bring him in i think it's drew uh, if i'm not mistaken here hey drew you're live on the show what's going on hey what's going on guys how you been man figured
1: to call any guys are, you guys are talking turkey talk so i figured to call in
0: <laughs> yeah what do you you got uh any stories to share from your turkey season no i got you here or any uh tips for us for, yeah for me as a newbie or any, yeah your listeners
1: uh i guess a few things uh well that comment i'm sorry it sounded really bad in the text <laughs> but i'm also an idiot so like it's my fault. no it's I mean, all right it's... i didn't word it right but uh i guess I'll oh, share one story and a quick tip uh, One of the tips really that Helped me is less calling this time Of year and scratching the leaves Really works very well When
0: you got a gobbler going Okay so you're pawing the ground a little bit if I,
1: Yeah you Just call a little bit scratch the leaves And it. for some reason if you just scratch The leaves after you get their attention it Draws them right in for some reason like you're A hen feeding that just doesn't give a Crap about the tom <laughs>
0: he gets pissed if that makes sense hey i'm over here trying to present to you and you're not you're not and i gotta come over there. yeah that's good to know yeah that's a good and i I, i've seen a lot of posts from you guys over on oak tree so like how how has your season gone what um periods did you guys get
1: uh so our season's gone fantastic honestly compared to past years we're we got we hunted first season second season third season fourth season and then we got takes for fifth and sixth yet too jeez so i mean uh i know Jarrett, uh the other one of the guys he got uh tom first or jake first season it was his very first turkey and who cares shoot the jake (laughs) and (laughs) uh the second season my brother shot our very first public land gobbler so that was pretty awesome and a clear cut and that was that was definitely a crazy experience with that one and then Jarrett shot another gobbler in third season and the story i guess is the one from four season the one i took my son out with this past friday and it was kind of cool because like the past three years with him like we've been really trying to i've been trying to get a turkey with him mm-hmm. like so he can experience it you know and the full effect he's heard turkeys gobble he's been sculling with me all like the end of winter beginning of spring for on public land but we kind of went out and then you know friday it was just hotter than hot like i mean sweating your balls off kind of thing in a blind <laughs> and we, we no more sat down and i didn't even scout our private property at all because you kind of know where they're at after so many years but our, our property this year really wasn't as good as what it normally is like it was gobbles here and there mm-hmm. far in between kind of thing and so we went out on a limb, got in the blind, and no more did we sit down. One gobbles, and my son, like, whips his head around and yells. He goes, did you hear that? I was like, dude, you got to gotta stay quiet, man. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I definitely heard it because he, he was roosted only 100 yards behind us. And the cool thing is when we climbed in the blind, we actually busted a hen behind us that was on, actually on a nest with 12 eggs. So that was oh, pretty wow. cool to see. You don't really uh, – by us, it's hard to find them, though, like the nest, uh, hen nest sure but and so that that time it was like an hour time went by and uh the tom stopped gobbling because well he probably found a hen or just didn't want to come down the bluff to us so i asked him i was like do do you want to move he's like yeah let's go get a gobbler i was like all right sounds good bud so we climbed this bluff and it's hot and my son's like do we have can can you turn on the air i'm like dude we're outside man (laughs) I was like, I don't know what to tell you, but we can't. We, there's no air out here.
0: Start blowing up. And,
1: yeah. And he, uh, he uh, we get to the top, start calling, and we heard two gobblers like 700, 800 yards away, like just way off in the distance on the other side of the bluff. And I was, when that happens, normally we, I never call them in that far away. But we started walking around, and I heard a woodpecker go off, and sure as heck they gobble and they're closer they probably got 300 yards closer i'm like holy crap so i was told him i was like dude we got to set up somewhere he goes well do you think they're going to come in or maybe we should go somewhere else that's cooler i'm like dude no matter where we go it's good it's not gonna be cooler he's like i he's like well all right let's let's go over here and i i let him pick the tree and everything or like where we were sitting next to and it was actually a great spot it was a little dip in the ground and Start calling, and they got closer and closer, and then they went past us because we were on top of the bluff in a winter wheat field. Okay. And they went past us, and I'm like, You got to be kidding me. They're going to go where we first called at because turkeys do that for some damn reason. And so we're sitting there. I'm being, you know, quiet as possible so that the Tom's thinking, know, either I left or whatever, and they come, you know, uh, searching for me. And I, it probably it was only another 15 minutes and another woodpecker went off and they gobbled just on the edge of the bluff and my son he whipped his head and looked at me jaw dropped like holy crap I was like yes you got it now you got to be quiet like this is game on like we we only have probably 50 yards in between us but we can't see him because it's the bluff edge and we uh sitting there sitting there and my son starts talking louder he goes do you see it yet it's like no no I don't see it yet buddy but they're right there and no sooner did I say that, I looked to my left, 15 yards away. I see his head poke up, and then he goes into strut. And the way the sun was, it was beautiful because it made uh, the little the tips of their feathers are kind of have like this cream creamy color, I guess. And with the sun, it made it look gold. And I I told him I was like, the turkey's right here, man. Um, we're gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna shoot. He goes, okay. Well, I had a bush to my left, so I had to pull the gun all the way back by me feed it through this little hole in this bush and i rested on like a this deep this branch that kind of formed a v and shot him at 15 yards and just obliterated his head and my my son go, goes holy shit i look at him i'm like what did you say i was like never mind dude we got the turkey man <laughs> <laughs> holy shit. and he goes it wasn't even loud and then he's like i can't hear i was like yeah it's, i told you to cover your ears bud but <laughs> how old how old is it it'll, it'll,
0: it'll be He's six. He just turned okay. six.
1: Uh, uh, Well, actually, not just turned six, but.
0: That's crazy because my daughter's yeah, going to so, turn five. So, like, I, you know, that's just really so young still. They still feel so young. And six is young, but that's
1: awesome.
0: Yeah. Dude, it's <laughs> yeah, awesome. You're all saying, like, holy shit's pretty funny.
1: <laughs> I got him involved.
0: Yeah, it sounds like he's really taken to it. Oh, he.
1: Next year, depending, because, you know, Wisconsin rules on when kids can hunt and stuff. I might take him out with a four ten to try and get him one during U season, but
0: it all depends. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Tom Tom DeCray commented, he's one of our followers. Uh I'll take a Jake anytime. He said they're a blast to play with with call, while calling and they are much more tender <laughs> than the the old jellyhead. <laughs> oh
1: heck yeah. They're they're definitely easier to play with and keep them entertained longer. Tom kinda just loses interest if the hen's not moving or, you know, nothing. If he's not going to get any action, I guess is the word I'm looking for.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. They know they know what's up.
2: Way more frustrating.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. So yeah, you could see him, and they're like, "Nah, <laughs> sorry, dude." So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> any any questions for Matt about the calls or anything like that? Um. You have to get one with your logo on it. You did a good job for ours. Yeah yeah
1: uh oh
0: like the pot calls Matt. oh. so matt's our guest tonight he's uh, a <laughs> he's the owner or one of the owners of uh weather oaks uh game calls he, oh yeah so I, he makes... a, I just
1: got a call from him oh you did <laughs> yeah you did.
2: That's,
0: there you go
1: it's all yeah he did a really awesome custom call for me and it dude i love the call like
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: you already have He's one this is great. Are you
0: were you thinking your whole time like Matt you're like no man I just sold you one <laughs> yeah dude when you said when you said Matt it took me a minute to realize what you like what Matt
1: and then when you said a pot call and I'm like wait a minute
2: yeah I did I didn't yeah, did. no, I, I did his calls are
1: awesome like I I highly recommend you guys getting some of his calls like he does great work so
2: that's awesome man thanks that was a fun duo we did a uh, turkey feather inlay. So oh rock on underneath really the yeah, and that's I
0: would. I guess you can put anything under the glass if it's not going to impact the sound. How did you do the logo, yeah. by the way? Like, are you?
2: Yeah, uh, my brother's got a laser, Tweet so you just logo. program in or drop mm-hmm. in the
0: file and it does the thing.
2: Same with on the back too. So,
0: yeah, that's cool. It looks good. I think it's awesome. But you know, I'm a sucker for seeing our logo on stuff in real in real life. So. <laughs> I think most <laughs> yeah, of us I are. If you got something, hit him up for one with a lo- our logo on it too. So you guys were throwing. A- I got this gobbler call. Is anybody ever doing a gobble call? Is that how you, do? you
2: wiggle a thing? <laughs> like a giant squirrel call. <laughs> it's called the Thunder Twister.
1: I mean, I've had them gobble to it, but not when I'm hunting. Usually when I'm driving down the road and I see a strutter in the field, I'll do it. And then they gobble. I try it on my property and they don't even answer. Like, it's weird.
0: <laughs> weird. Man, interesting. Interesting animals. We were, for a while, like I think last year more so, we were getting them out of bird feeders all the time. And like, I'm telling you, this Tom was just a tank. Of a bird. My dogs are going nuts, you know, and I didn't have any of this call stuff. So i am like, oh, sure. Now all these calls are not showing my feeders now. I would love to just mess around and just see how it goes for fun.
2: We call the giant Tom's trash bags because from a distance, they just look they're, like a big black. They're huge. Trash yeah. Yep. What?
0: And they're honestly, people say turkeys are pretty sure, but they're freaking ugly. <laughs> Dude, they got like a big old gizzard. They got this horn on their nose. Like, what is going on? I said they're ugly to Greg and he got mad at me, I think.
2: They have their good attributes to them. They're also really clumsy and loud when they try to fly up into a tree. Oh, yeah. It's good. to my buddy are, deer hunting. He didn't know They'll that they could the out of a out <laughs> you, man. Yeah.
0: Yeah, assholes. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for the call, dude. It's good to hear from you. Yeah, no
1: problem. Sweet. You guys have a great night. Yeah, you nice too, buddy. To you. Yep, All right. Adios. Bye.
0: That's funny. So he does have one of your calls. Yep, he does. So, what other things can you put in there? Like a turkey feather, the logo. Have you? What other? Have you had any other oddball things?
2: No, we get a lot of companies asking for, uh, you know, gifts for Christmas. Or, you know, I got a couple of rock star employees, so we're going to give them a couple of calls before turkey season. A lot of company names. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not officially yet, but we're working with a ground blind company. They're uh, taking a small order to test the waters for, you know, potentially a. Um, bigger purchase, so oh great. Yep. So we're just like I said, it's all word of mouth stuff. And yep.
0: I'm just trying to think, like, what else could I stuff inside this case here?
2: I know, big. This year is the first year Mossy Oak did that uh, wild turkey stamp. A lot of guys are putting turkey stamps in there, like the inaugural turkey stamp.
0: Oh, okay. Yep. Sure. Interesting. I don't know what else he would put in here. I'm trying to think, like, the turkey feather is a good idea, but
2: it only really works too with glass or crystal. Sure. Otherwise, you're not going to see anything. Um, but we do have the ability now to. Uh, laser slate so if you have a slate call you can laser something on the slate itself yep and does that impact if you do a
0: certain area maybe do a or? certain
2: area yep um we did uh just gave a guy for a charity out by us at the end of the month or beginning of june um anodized aluminum in one of those osage pots the charity logo in okay. the aluminum too. so we got some options
0: that's pretty cool yep yeah if i think of something i want to toss in i'll let you know like i'm thinking oh there's some buffalo plaid over there like that could be neat.
2: <laughs> yeah, you that know? might work. But yeah, maybe but it would dampen the sound. You yeah, know? that might dampen the sound a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so stuff might like that. Do a little putzing. <laughs> You're like, don't do this to me, Eric. I'm not. That's a great idea.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, good idea, you freaking idiot. <laughs> you know, nothing about sound dynamics. No. Um, I mean, this is good. I, I'm excited to see how it's going to go next week. Unfortunately, it'll be you know the day after the podcast next week. So like I won't be able to report on how it went until two weeks from now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we always have a guest on, so it's hard to find time for us to, like, talk about our own stuff. Sure. I um, would probably get better at, like, blocking that off, I suppose. But that's a different thing. Um, any other people want to call in, drop a line, or post in the comments? You know, happy to, to take a couple more here. we got a little more time left. Um, but you don't have a website just yet, it's mostly word of mouth. So if yep. someone wanted to buy some of these, like how
2: should they get in touch with you to do that? So we do sell two lines, our weather resistant one, uh, which is a call that literally you can get soaking wet and strike it and it's sounds exactly the same as it is dry. We sell those and then the prowler Adam uh, from free to Prowl. Mm-hmm. We sell that on his site, uh, free to prowl's website. Mm-hmm. So we have two lines of calls we sell there and then Facebook, Instagram, Weather Oak game calls reach out to us we do anything custom you want unless it's buffalo plaid underneath the (laughs) (laughs) but no we'll do anything custom um like i said i try not to scare people away i'm really responsive um probably not the best thing at 10 o'clock at night texting or emailing people back about call orders and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but we we do take a lot of pride in it we We're passionate. We know we're happy with our product and we want everybody to be successful with it too.
0: So they should message you directly or Adam with Free to Prowl?
2: Yep. Adam with Free to Prowl, you could buy on his website. Like there are two SKU lines. You could just click buy now. You can buy it. He's got the Prowler call that we did for him this year. Mm -hmm. And we got my weather resistant call, which was kind of like our namesake or first call we really nailed down. Um, So he sells those two for for us, with us, however you want to put it. And then we do. I have some stuff on like my Facebook store or um, anything you see in a picture can be duplicated stuff like that too. So okay. just DM me or message out or. And you're on Instagram. It's as Weathered Oaks. Yep, Weathered Oaks game calls Instagram and Facebook and now TikTok. Yeah, not very uh, great start on TikTok, but I'm not that creative. You so. know, we were on TikTok for a
0: long time before I actually did anything with it too. We were just <laughs> posting stuff there and like this doesn't work. So it, it, and then eventually we figured out, oh, we should probably take this serious, and then that's when it changed.
2: And try, yep. But yeah. I'm not the most. I talked to you before. I'm not the most technologically. Yeah, bad person. we'll have to
0: make some more content to send it to
2: you.
0: <laughs> just be me, like drinking bourbon and doing calls by
2: myself in that podcast <laughs> studio, and be
0: like, "Yeah, what's wrong with this guy? What's wrong with this call? Well, more scotch or less scotch? You know, that'll be the but question of bourbon.
2: That's how we uh, build them in the basement, so. There you go.
0: Yeah, and so I, I, Johnny Utah does calls too. Uh, he does the bourbon barrels,
2: mm-hmm.
0: which I think is kind of unique, too. And he does the inscriptions with the logos and stuff. Yep. But he must be getting his wood from the bourbon calls. Yep. Which that's only cool because it's from bourbon. But I imagine it's got the same attributes as any.
2: Yeah, it's most of those are white oak. We we offer white oak stuff, too. So,
0: okay. but oak treat dreams. Thanks. Black flag means a lot. Oh, Greg's in here, too. How's it going, dude? Uh, those mouth calls sure helped lay the snack down. I think that means smack down on a lot of times for uh, people and us i should stop reading comments out loud <laughs> anyone listening in podcast lines be like dude what are you doing this is his first drink. words are hard okay <laughs> what did I, I was in line at at the some restaurant and in, in, uh, at disney and two times in a row i said graham crapper's and I was like, oh, can I get some, a bag of graham crappers? I was like, I'm sorry, a bag of graham crappers? I'm like,
2: shit, <laughs> I
0: can't say this word right now.
2: You were auto-correcting? The- yeah, but I'm like, I couldn't
0: get it to come out of my mouth right. And I was like, I give up. You know what I'm asking for, lady. You know. Uh, and then they didn't give us them. Uh, I think maybe she's going like, to have those here. We don't know what a damn grapper is. Yeah, I was like, what's going on? Yeah. Anyway, words are, words are tough, but we'll have to, maybe if you're on TikTok, well, we can do a go live together or something like that. And maybe you can give me some instruction on this and we can talk about your calls together there too. I mean, obviously we're on TikTok live right now. Mm -hmm. Um, Different, different format. If it's just kind of ad hoc or what have you, Um, that'd be a fun thing to do. Just go live with a couple people here and there like Adam or he's got a a good presence there too. And
2: I'm um, lagging behind and all that, but like I said, you know. no. but
0: if you're alive with someone, it makes it easy. Then you don't got to worry about it. It's just, uh, and you get that cross-pollination thing. So here I am giving you tips on a, a live podcast on how to TikTok. But I think most people that have been commenting here are on that platform too. And sure. it's a good community. We have a good a good following. We've got our, our regulars, people that call us and comment and, and listen. So good to know. Um, so like if we were to buy... You know like 50 of these and have you put our logo on it That you could do that mm-hmm. like is there some minimum like
2: we usually one-offs we like to not do a lot of one-offs because it's more time this yeah i mean but that was you know <laughs> yeah different yep um usually we don't have a minimum order mm-hmm. but we you know ideal ideal would be more than two or five like okay that, you know just to make it worth our while and then um if you want to if you want to do more you got to give me a little more time. because source and parts nowadays, yeah. you know, the glass and some of the stuff. it has got to be ch- challenging. Yeah. I ordered my stock order in end of January, beginning of February. I didn't get it until almost April. So, and Jeez. that's all local. Everything's. And you can't, space. there's just
0: nothing. Everyone's hands are tied. Yep. We're trying to get hats and like.
2: Good luck. There's no
0: colors available. And we like the, the hat that sells the most is that one down there, that tan with the white can't eat the horns. Oh, that one. Yep. We sold out of them. And now they're on back order and we can't get them. <laughs> and so like, yeah, the resource planning part of it and getting stuff is, is tricky from, for, yep. for everything. There's a freaking baby formula shortage for crying out loud. Yep. Like I never would have considered what that could be like That's a problem. You know, there's mm-hmm. all sorts of problems. So yeah, getting a, you know, glass forever for Turkey call, is kind of like, it seems- sucks for us, but it's like in the grand scheme of things, like everyone's feeling some pain right now, I think.
2: Yep. It's, a, it's my, my issue, you know? So I, we try to, like I was telling you, we, we try to order stuff way before ahead. season. Yeah. Um, we had to turn down a bigger order in January uh, for like three hundred some calls. Oh, that's a lot, yeah. But I couldn't get parts, and he wanted it in like a month. And that's not we, gonna fly. We, you know, we hand turn them by hand, so yep. it
0: would take a while. Yeah.
2: So yep. we, you know, bigger orders, we want them earlier. The At some
0: season. point, you might have to buy a couple more lathes. Yeah, or find some that's, more lathes.
2: Yeah, I mean that that'd be a good problem to have. But you know, I like the you know we're happy with the slow organic growth so know, yeah. don't have to decide if i get rid of my real job or not so. no
0: right and at that point it's kind of this is still fun it's like something yep. you get to go do i mean that's how this is this mm-hmm. podcast it's like well tuesday nights or wednesday nights in this case it's like this is the thing i get to talk about to hunting i get to drink some bourbon we get to have a good time mm-hmm. talk to other people that are listening i enjoy it yep you know is it going to replace my day job probably not <laughs> you know and not
2: anytime soon it, it would be cool know? if it did sure you know it'd but- take a while I'll jump that hurdle if it ever comes, yep. you know, as long as we're, we're staying profitable and people are happy and yep. I'm happy too. So That's I like good. hearing a lot of success stories. So
0: That's awesome. Well, guys and gals, uh, check those guys out. Uh, Weather Oaks game calls, uh, Matthew Stryme, thanks for hanging out with me in the studio tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll cut it. And then when you're en route home, I'll get this thing buttoned up and, and published live. And I'll text it to you so you can catch some of the episode if you care to, but, uh, I'll tag and everything and all that stuff too. So hopefully you get a little cool. bit of business from it.
2: Yeah, that'd be awesome if not it was fun talking to you it was fun writing an article for you and yeah i don't know that's like doing it so yeah another way to get your word out there you know nope pretty cool thanks everybody we're gonna end the live stream have a great night